تقبل مني إنك أنت السميع العليم فلما وضعتها Uh-huh. 
من الشيطان الرجيم فتقبلها ربها بقبول حسن وَكَفَّلَهَا زَكَرِيَّا وَكَفَّلَهَا زَكَرِيَّا كُلَّمَا دَخَلَ عَلَيْهَا
بيحيى مصدقا بكلمة من الله وسيدا وحسورا بكلمة من الله وسيدا وحسورا ونبيا من الصالحين قال رب أنا يكون لي غلام وقد بلغني الكبر قال رب أنا قال كذلك الله يفعل ما يشاء قال رب اجعل لي آية قال آيتك ألا تكلم الناس ثلاثة أيام إلا رمزا صدق الله مولانا العلي Shadow and Lila, 
Alhamdulillah <coughs> وأشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله ونبيه وصفيه وحبيبه بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح للأمة وجاهد في سبيل الله حتى أتاه اليقين وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فاللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الأولين وصل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الآخرين وصل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الملأ الأعلى إلى يوم الدين وصل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في كل وقت وحين وعلى آله الأطهار وعلى أصحابه الأخيار وعلى أتباعه الأبرار إلى يوم الدين 
يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم وما يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وبعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وان خير الهدي هدي سيدنا ومولانا رسول الله وان شر الامور لمحدثاتها فكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار towards the end of the life of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam after the conquest of mecca and the prophet sallallahu returns to medina we call this year aamul wufud the year of the delegations because after the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam had secured medina and after he had secured Mecca all of the tribes of the Arabian Peninsula and beyond sent delegations to either indicate their desire for peace with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam or to indicate their desire to become part of the new uh, faith of Islam and to this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran wa qalat al-a'rabu amanna the Arab tribes they came to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and said, "We have believed, amanna." But Allah instructs the Prophet sallallahu to say that they have not believed. قالت الأعراب آمنا قل لم تؤمنوا ولما يدخل الإيمان في قلوبكم. إذ قالت الأعراب آمنا قل لم تؤمنوا ولكن قولوا أسلمنا ولما يدخل الإيمان في قلوبكم. Allah tells us that the Arab tribes, they came and they said, we have believed. And Allah instructs the Prophet ﷺ to tell them, don't say that you have believed, but say we have become Muslim, aslamna. Because faith has not entered into your hearts yet. So in this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and in this part of the, the seerah, Allah ta'ala gives us an important distinction. That there is a distinction between our life as Muslims, and our lives as mu'minun, as believers. There's a difference between saying you are a Muslim, praying like a Muslim, fasting like a Muslim, and your belief as a Muslim. That when Allah instructs the Prophet to tell the tribes, no, you haven't become believers yet. You have only become Muslim because faith has not grown in your heart, meaning that faith, Iman, is a deeper version of this experience that you have as part of this faith community. Okay, you have declared your Islam, you have said your Shahada, you have joined into the faith community. If somebody says the Shahada, or technically if someone just believes in the Shahada, they are a Muslim. That's it. But then the faith will grow. And this distinction is something that carries itself throughout the life of the Prophet 
So if we go back to the beginning, in the first few years of the message, when the Prophet ﷺ was being persecuted by his own people, by his own family, Hamza comes and is offended that his nephew is being persecuted. And he says, how come you persecute him when I am on his faith? So that, you know, Hamza was, was like a lion. He was a warrior. Everyone was afraid of Hamza. When later, when Omar who comes to the Prophet and he has his sword, Hamza says, oh, let him come in. If he's Muslim, that's okay. And if he's not Muslim, we'll kill him with his own sword. And this was Hamza. He was very, you know, he was a fearsome person. So after he said this, everyone left the Prophet alone, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Hamza says to him, I can't believe I said that. I don't believe. He said, he said the, 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 the testimony of faith. He said publicly that he believes. But it didn't happen in his heart. But he was so embarrassed that he said this, or he would have been too embarrassed to have said something publicly and then to go against it. And then he said, every day I thought about it, something happened inside me, and the faith, it grew, it grew, it grew, until I believed in it. The difference between Islam and Iman, between entering the faith publicly or entering the faith as a practitioner, and actually believing in your heart in what this faith has. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the same theme elsewhere in the Quran. Well, he says to the Prophet ﷺ, Addressing the Prophet ﷺ, he says, You cannot guide whom you want. Not everybody that the Prophet ﷺ spoke to believed. Not everyone that the Prophet ﷺ wanted to believe, believed. People of his own family disbelieved. Of his own tribe disbelieved. And fought him and died fighting him Allah comforts him and he says, You cannot guide whom you want. But Allah guides whom He wills. So this difference between Islam and Iman, Islam and faith, is something that belongs only to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can't control if somebody believes or not. It's an individual journey, an individual quest between each of us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We hope that we can help. We hope that we can have an environment that helps people believe. You know, many mosques you go to, it has the opposite. It helps you leave the mosque. You don't want to be in the mosque. There are some people when you sit with them, you don't want to be with them. Just if you, that person would just shut up and stop speaking, the, the Jummah would have been fine. How many times do you have this experience? So hopefully we're a place that facilitates. But at the end of the day, that change is something that only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can affect. And we pray that Allah affects that change in each one of us. <coughs> the ulama of tasawwuf, they call this al-jadab. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings you, when you have this extra attraction that, that you don't know where it comes from, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings you to him. And the ulama of tasawwuf, they teach us, because this is their area of expertise, you know, the journey to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They teach us that everybody that journeys to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, willfully with a, with, a, with a good, honest intention, a good niyyah, 
at some point in that path, they have to have this attraction. They have to have this pull to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Where do they take this from? From the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the servant does not draw near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except with the fara'id. You have to do your fard prayers, you have to fast for Ramadan, you have to pay your zakat. And then the servant continues to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the extra works. So we don't just pray the fard, but we pray the sunnah. We don't just fast Ramadan, but we fast maybe some of the other days, Nisf al-Sha'ban, the day of Arafah, etc. And the servant keeps drawing near and near and near until I love them. And when I love them, I become the eyes with which they see, the ears with which they hear, the hands with which they touch, the feet with which they walk. This is the jadab, this is the attraction, this is the pull. That we keep working Islam. Islam is our practice of Islam, our, our dues, the actions, our prayer and our fasting and our good works. But that's not enough. You want to feel that pull to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have to have that pull, that attraction. Another way that the ulama of this science describe it, is the same concept but another set of terminology, is they say that the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it consists of two things. One, or the first, is called al-takhliya. That you have to rid yourself of that which is negative. What's negative? Don't lie, don't steal, don't cheat, don't backbite, don't gossip. All of these things, be generous, uh, don't be stingy, all the negatives. And you replace them with that which is positive, it's positive alternative, which is called a tahliya. A tahliya is to have the positive. Don't lie, be honest. Don't be stingy, be generous. Don't backbite, be a good friend, etc is that you have to remove the negative traits, you have to add and substitute with the positive traits in, in order for you to have what they call al-tajalli, the manifestation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on your heart. The way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala manifested on the heart of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's why we refer to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as arsh al-Rahman, the throne upon which manifested the merciful one. Meaning Allah's mercy manifested on the heart of the Prophet ﷺ. And he became a manifestation of Allah's mercy. This is what we call al-tajalli. Or in previously what we call al-jadab, that Allah has brought you to him. So Allah is telling us to go back to the verses in Surah Al-Fajrat that we began with. That don't say you are a person of faith if you've just started this journey. You have to do some, you have to do the work first. And after you do the work, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of the rest. You put in a certain amount of effort, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will exponentially increase that effort and come towards you. As the Prophet said, you go to Allah walking, Allah comes to you running. You just make the, the smallest effort and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of the rest. But our journey to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must have that at some point in time. So Allah describes in all of these verses in the hadith, everything that we've said so far, Allah is teaching us that there are levels. You have to start somewhere, but hopefully you advance. <clears throat> you advance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And when you advance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this faith, we refer to it as a light, nur al-iman. You feel something inside you. You feel that you are happy, but you don't know why. You feel that you are light. You feel that you are easy. You feel that you are at peace. Even though everything in your life is the same, nothing has changed you know, on the outward, but you feel more calm and at ease. These are the signs of this faith, that this faith has grown inside you. And that's what we want. When people say, you know, I pray, but nothing happens. I make dua, but this doesn't happen. That's the wrong way to think about our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because He is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and worthy of worship and worthy of praise. Not because we want anything out of it. It's enough that we are, that we exist, that we are conscious and awake and healthy, alhamdulillah. So when we, when we acknowledge that, we say, la ilaha illallah, subhanallah, alhamdulillah. And we do the things that Allah asks of us to show our gratitude. But Allah Ta'ala also says, if you are grateful, I will give you more. If you are grateful, I will give you increase. So Islam is a way of gratitude, to be thankful and to be happy and joyous with what Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala has given us and to see the glass as half full, not half empty. And then when we acknowledge that, and then when we do that, then we will feel this faith. That's what we will get in return. We don't worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we want this transaction to happen or that transaction. That's not the way we should be thinking about it. So if I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, <coughs> I want a certain grade on my exam. And I don't get that grade, I become, I become despondent and depressed and upset. And there are some people who do this so often that they say, okay, there is no God. Because I keep asking and nothing has happened. Yeah, but God is not Santa Claus. You're not worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you have a list of things that you want. You're worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because He is our creator. And He gave us our life. So what we get out of it in, in return is that faith. Is that illumination on the inside. Is that jadab, is that attraction, is that being yanked to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that we live in the same life but we see life completely different. We see life as an unfolding and as a manifestation of Allah's divine traits, of Allah's mercy, and Allah's love, and Allah's gentleness. And then we start to see the Prophet ﷺ for who he really is, as a light sent from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to illuminate humanity. Which is why we refer to the Prophet, Allah refers to the Prophet as a light throughout the Qur'an. And his family we refer to as a light. Sayyidina Uthman is called Dhul-Nurayn, the one of the two lights, because he was married at different times to both of the daughters of the Prophet So we honor Sayyidina Uthman by calling him the one with the two lights, because these are the lights of Sayyidina Muhammad So when you say this, you start to see that, you understand what that means. That's faith, that's the Iman. If you don't understand that, then you're still at that entry level. So I say this as a reminder for myself first and foremost, and also because inshallah today after Jummah somebody will take the shahada. So this khutbah was really for him, not for all of you, but we can all benefit from it. And I wanted to outline this to show us that and remind us that there is a difference between saying we are Muslim, which we all say we are, and practice, but also the deeper understanding and the deeper relationship we seek from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
استغفروا الله وهو الغفور الرحيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم Tonight will everything will remain the same schedule wise so we'll have the halaqa tonight at 7 and Sunday at 6.30 insha'Allah uh, I mentioned that uh, somebody will take the shahada uh, so right after the prayer uh, right after salam salam we'll ask uh, we'll ask Evan to come up. I already sat with him a little bit, uh, so he'll do the shahada. Uh, inshallah, we'll do it in English and in Arabic. And that's, that's one piece of good news. We also have another piece of good news that we have a new addition uh, to the community. Uh, Ramaz's wife just had a baby. Is it today? I think it was today, this morning. So we're asking Allah to bless his new son, uh, Zuhair Ali, inshallah. So we've added two today to the community, inshallah, which is also good news. Alhamdulillah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you, your wife, and, and your newborn. Uh, and may he make him a person of faith, inshallah, and a big donor to ICCP, inshallah, in your time as well. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enlighten our hearts with the light of faith. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase our understanding of his holy book and of his beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us for our shortcomings and to take us from his anger to his love and his mercy. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have mercy on our parents and to have mercy on those who have passed before us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless our children and to protect them. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless and protect our community, our businesses and our schools. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us in these days and to help us not forget those who are in need, those that are hungry, those that are oppressed. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to lift the hand of the oppressor away from the oppressed, whether they be the Rohingya or the Uyghurs or any of oppressed people that we know about or we don't know about. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to come to the assistance of those who are oppressed and those who are less fortunate. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the strength and the ability to help those who are in need, those who may benefit from that which we have. Allahumma ahdina fi man hadayt wa aafina fi man aafayt. Allahumma tawallana fi man tawallayt wa barik lana fi ma aatayt. Allahumma qina wasrif anna sharra ma qadayt. اللهم انقلنا من دائرة صخطك إلى دائرة رضاك وافتح علينا فتوح العارفين بك اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وإسرافنا في أمرنا وثبت أقدامنا وانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم احشرنا تحت لواء نبيك صلى الله عليه وسلم يوم القيامة واسقنا من يده الشريفة شربة ماء لا نضمأ بعدها أبدا ثم دخلنا الجنة بغير حساب ولا سابق في عقاب ولا عتاب ومتعنا بالنظر إلى وجهك الكريم في جنات الخلد يا رحيم فاللهم ارحم حينا وميتنا وحاضرنا وغائبنا وارفع أيدي الأمم عنا اللهم أقدنا بالحق وأقم الحق بنا وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وصل اللهم على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم وأقم الصلاة إن الصلاة كانت على المؤمنين كتابا موجودا الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح 
قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والضحى والليل إذا سجى ما ودعك ربك وما قلى وللآخرة خير لك من الأولى ولسوف يعطيك ربك فترضى ألم يجدك يتيما فآوى ووجدك ضالا فهدى ووجدك عائلا فأغنى فأما اليتيم فلا تقهر وأما السائل فلا تنهر وأما بنعمة ربك فحدث الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذا زلزلت الأرض زلزالها وأخرجت الأرض أثقالها وقال الإنسان ما لها 
يومئذ تحدث أخبارها بأن ربك أوحى لها يومئذ يصدر الناس أشتاتا ليروا أعمالهم فمن يعمل مثقال ذرة خيرا يره ومن يعمل مثقال ذرة شرا يره الله أكبر Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله uh, and he's a little shy, so we're going to make this very simple for him, inshallah. And everyone's going to be nice and, you know, give him his space to, you know, it's a big, it's a big day for him. So we already met and we talked uh, about the Shahada. We'll say it once in English and then inshallah we'll do it in Arabic. And uh, you can stay and, or you can, you know, leave as you, as you like. So you're here on your own volition, right? Just checking. No, no coercion. I didn't coerce you to do this? Okay, so alhamdulillah. So, as you know, the testimony of faith or how we enter Islam is that we say and we believe in two statements. The first statement uh, has to do with the oneness of God that we believe in and uh, in the finality and the message of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. So, I'll say it and you can repeat after me and then we'll try to do it in Arabic. So, I bear witness, bear witness. that there is no God, there is no God. But, Allah, but Allah, which is God in Arabic, just so we're on the same page. And I bear witness, and I bear witness that, Muhammad, that Muhammad, peace be upon him, peace be upon him, is the final messenger of God. Is the final messenger of God. So we tried in Arabic. We just I'll do it very piecemeal. Ashhadu, Ashhadu, Allah, Allah, ilaha, ilaha, illallah, illallah, wa ashhadu, wa ashhadu, anna, anna, Muhammad, Muhammad, Rasulullah, Rasulullah. So I have one more thing for you, which is we have um, a translation of the Quran for you to add to what I gave you, and we have a box of other. It comes in a box, right? Because I gave him some more things. So you can, okay. so can put all of these in the box that's right there in the back. There's a prayer rug, a book, uh, misbah. 
a prayer mat for the go and a prayer mat for the house. And some you can put all your things that I gave you with this in it, inshallah. I told him, I told him he has to. Thank you. 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 Thank you.